a pleasant hello to you, and welcome! This is the Shellac Stack, my name is Brian Wright, and for the next hour, I'll be playing music from 78 RPM records, stuff from the first half of the 20th century. There's no real theme on today's program. I just went to the shelf and pulled out some records that looked appealing for one reason or another. And we're going to start with a little 8-inch Eclipse record. This was a budget label, popular in England in the early to mid-1930s. Eclipse 398 is the particular record. The label says Sid Roy and his Archaeolians. Now, Sid Roy was a real enough guy and his Archaeolians a real enough band. But in this case, it's a pseudonym for Jay Wilbur, who was something of the house band at the Eclipse label in the early 1930s. This particular record was cut in London on February 27th, 1933. Tom Barrett is the vocalist, uncredited on the label. The title of the tune is Make Hay While the Sun is Shining. thumping bass on that little 8-inch Eclipse record. It really packs a punch, sound-wise. That's Jay Wilbur and his band in 1933, masquerading as Sid Roy and his Archaeolians. Make hay while the sun is shining. Good way to start off today's program. For those of you just joining us, welcome. My name is Brian Wright, and this is the Shellac Stack, where today I'm just playing an assortment of 78s from the 1920s and 30s, few from the 1940s even. No real theme, just a 
an assortment of things. And up next, I've got two records on the perfect label from the mid-1920s. First up, it's a band leader who's kind of hard to pin down, Mike Special and his Carlton Terrace Orchestra. I did a little bit of background research on Mike Special before starting the program today, dug through some old newspaper archives and things, and as best I can piece together, Mike Special started out studying law. He wasn't the only band leader to do that, but gave it up to pursue acting. He acted in some stage plays in New York and then headed out west with a friend of his, a fellow named Richard Dix. <laughs> they went out to California in search of movie fame, and Richard Dix made it. He uh, became quite a film star in the 1920s and 30s, but Mike Special left out in the cold. He didn't get any parts. So he formed a band and went back east and had some success in New York and in Cleveland. For a time, he was down in Norfolk, Virginia. He seems to have been bouncing all over the place. He started recording in 1924 for the Perfect label and would record over a hundred sides for Perfect and Edison and even a few for the Columbia budget label Harmony up until 1929. He continued touring with his orchestra well into the early 1930s. By about 1933, though, he seems to have given up band leading and settled in Cleveland where he became something of a music producer and booking agent. And then he just disappears. The trail goes cold. I couldn't find out much about Mike Special after about 1934 or 1935, so I don't know what became of him. But he did make some delightful records in the mid-1920s, some of which feature cornet soloist Red Nichols. I don't think we'll hear him on this one. There's even rumors that Big Spiderbeck may have played with Mike Special's orchestra, but there's a lot of rumors about Bix playing with a lot of different bands, so I don't know how much credence to give those rumors. Anyway, we'll follow Mike Special with a singer named Jimmy Flynn, who actually cut a few sides with Mike Special, but here he is with just a piano in December of 1925, a tune called Sleepy Time Gal, which you'll undoubtedly recognize. But first up, Mike Special and his Carlton Terrace Orchestra in 1924, Mike Special's very first recording session. The tune is called Dear One. Thank you. 
have vocalist Jimmy Flynn singing with an unidentified pianist, a recording made in New York in December of 1925, Sleepy Time Gal. That was perfect. One, two, two, three, zero. Before that, Mike Special and his Carlton Terrace Orchestra, a recording made in New York in October of 1924, Dear One was the tune. That was perfect. One, four, three, three, one. According to my discography, some copies of perfect one, four, three, three, one Use a recording of Dear One, made by a studio band under the direction of Nathan Glantz, but using the Mike Special name. According to the Matrix number, though, I have the real deal. <laughs> My copy is actually Mike Special's orchestra, as labeled. You might be forgiven for thinking that the Carlton Terrace was a place in New York City. In fact, it was in Cleveland, where Mike Special spent, it seems, the bulk of his career. I guess he would take his group from there over to New York on occasion to record. They made some decent records. Nothing earth-shattering, but but pretty decent. Okay, moving on. I've got some more records from the mid to late 1920s by some pretty good dance bands. Up first, it's Earl Gresh and his Gangplank Orchestra, a Columbia record number 469-D, made in New York on September 22, 1925. The orchestra contributes the vocal on Freshie. <laughs> I always... Think of the great 
Fred Waring's Pennsylvanians recording of this song whenever I hear it, but the Earl Grish gang do a pretty good job too. After that, we'll hear from Tal Henry and his North Carolinians, and yes, they were from North Carolina. You can't always trust the name of the band. Think of the California Ramblers, who were definitely not from California. (laughs) The original Indiana Five, I don't think were from Indiana. The Virginians, who played a subset from Paul Whiteman's band, were not really from Virginia. But in this case, yes, Tal Henry's North Carolinians did hail from North Carolina. We'll hear them do Why Do You Make Me Lonesome? They traveled up to Camden, New Jersey to record this in April of 1928. Chester Shaw is the vocalist, and I think we'll get a little bit of Tal Henry himself playing violin towards the end of this. It starts to get a little hot. It's a pretty decent record. And we'll wrap up the set with Gene Goldcat's orchestra, recording made in New York on January 31st, 1927. The song by Benny Davis and Jesse Greer is called I'm Gonna Meet My Sweetie Now, featuring a really great interplay between Joe Venuti and bassist Steve Brown. But up first, here's Earl Gresh and his Gangplank Orchestra, Freshie. Thank you. 
That's one of those records that, no matter what kind of mood I'm in when it starts, I can't help but feel a little bit better by the time it's over. It's just so uplifting. Gene Goldcat and his orchestra, I'm Gonna Meet My Sweetie Now, from 1927. Victor 20675 for those keeping score. Well, if you'd like to send me an email, my email address is shellacstack at gmail.com. I welcome your comments, suggestions, requests. Again, that's shellacstack at gmail.com. And while you're at your computer sending out emails, or maybe you do it from your phone, if you feel so inclined, drop a note to a friend or family member, somebody you think might enjoy listening to these 78s as well, and let them know about the shellac stack. It's always good to have a few more folks join us as we listen to this music from the first half of the 20th century. Lots of forgotten and hard-to-find performances that, well, as I said, you'd be tough to find anywhere else. <laughs> like some of these next few. We're going to start the next set with Vaughn DeLeith, who was known as the Radio Girl. She was real popular in the early to mid-1920s, remained so really all through the decade. This is a Columbia recording she made on April 6, 1925, one of the very first that Columbia recorded electrically. The song is called Ukulele Lady. My copy was pressed in England on the British Columbia label, number 3720. After that, another guy who was Real famous on radio in the late 20s and early 30s, Morton Downey. This is a majestic record he made a little bit later on in April of 1946, but he's still in fine voice on a tune by Irving Berlin called All By Myself. And my copy of this, fortunately, is on red vinyl. Majestic put out some of these records on red vinyl, which I think they mostly distributed to radio stations or sold at a somewhat higher price than their standard shellac, which at the time wasn't so great and tended to produce rather grainy, gritty sound, but this one sounds real good. After that, we'll hear the National Cavaliers sing Dear on a Night Like This. Some wonderful vocal harmonies. Victor 21112. Nice palindrome number. The tune was written by another famous songwriting Irving, Irving Caesar, with Con Conrad, and this one dates from December of 1927. But first up, here's Von Deleith, Ukulele Lady. Honolulu Bay There's something tender in the moonlight On Honolulu Bay And all the beaches Are full of peaches Who bring their youth along And in the glimmer of the moonlight They love to sing this song like a ukulele lady, ukulele lady like you. If you like to linger where it's shady, ukulele lady linger too. If you kiss a ukulele lady, why you promise ever to be true? And she see another ukulele lady around with you Maybe she'll cry Maybe she'll cry Maybe she'll find somebody 
the bar to sing to when it's cool and shady where the tricky wicky wackies woo if you like a ukulele lady ukulele lady like a you I'd love to rest 
rest my weary head on somebody's shoulder I hate to grow older all by myself If you're listening, that one's for you. I know how much you enjoy those vocal harmony groups of the 1920s and 30s. So do I. The National Cavaliers, Dear on a Night Like This. Recording made December 1st, 1927. Victor 21112. Up next, I've got a couple more dance bands for you, starting with the Fleetwood Orchestra. And on this record, they sound quite a bit like Isham Jones's band of the period to me. 
I'm not suggesting this is Isham Jones's orchestra under a pseudonym, just pointing out that the arrangement, the performance, everything about this sounds, to me, like the Isham Jones band. It's Vocalion 15466, Meadowlark is the tune, recorded in New York on September 27th, 1926. After that, we'll hear Sam Lannan directing the Ipana Troubadours on Sing, A Happy Little Thing. The vocal group is the Mariners. This was recorded in New York on May 27, 1930, issued on Columbia 2220. But first up, here's the Fleetwood Orchestra. Thank you. 
happy little thing. Come on and let us bring joy to the new day. Bring out gold, the blue days. Sing just like a bird in spring. And let the echo ring way up in heaven. Song is king, this life is cold. Unless we have that certain spark, it's all controlled. My music so from morn till dark, we are lark and just sing. And you can have your fling, accomplish anything, if you will only sing. started that pairing with the Fleetwood Orchestra in 1926, Meadowlark, a Vocalion record after that, Sam Lannan and the Ipana Troubadours with Sing, A Happy Little Thing from 1930. We're going to continue now with a couple of records from the early 1920s, some good dance bands. First up, Max Dolan's orchestra on the Vocalion label. Max Dolan was born in Russia in 1888, though by some accounts he made his way to Havana, Cuba, where he was leading orchestras in the 19-teens before coming to New York in the early 20s. He recorded for the Victor and Vocalion labels, usually things with somewhat of a Latin feel to them. We'll hear a little bit of that in this record. By 1926, he was out on the West Coast in San Francisco, where he had been brought to be music director for NBC's fledgling West Coast Network, and he would hold that post for a number of years. Max Dolan died in 1976. Quite a long and productive life. Anyway, the tune we'll hear by Max Dolan's orchestra is called The Peacock. After that, we'll turn to Ted Lewis and his band, a record made in 1922 for the Columbia label, Send Back My Honey Man is the name of it. But first up, Max Dolan's orchestra in 1923, The Peacock. Thank you. 
I was thinking about Ted Lewis this past week because the Ted Lewis Museum in Circleville, Ohio, posted on YouTube a really neat film clip from the late 1950s in which Ted and his wife Ada talk with Edward R. Murrow and show him around their apartment in New York City, showing all kinds of things he'd collected through the years and reminiscing a bit about his earlier years in show business. If you have a little time to look it up, it's really quite a lot of fun to watch. That was Ted Lewis and his band Send Back My Honey Man, before that Max Dolan's orchestra with The Peacock. I think we have time for just a couple more records on today's Shellac Stack program, so up next we've got Hazel Scott, virtuoso pianist who could do everything from stride to classics. Here she is with I've Got the World on a String. She recorded this for the Signature label in about 1946. It's Signature 15073. After that, we'll hear from Willie Lewis and his orchestra, a record made in Paris on January 17, 1936, featuring Benny Carter and the group. They're doing Hoagie Carmichael's wonderful Stardust. My copy of this was pressed in Italy on the Columbia label, catalog number DQ2553. First up, here's Hazel Scott. Thank you. 
man, so many good records have starred us through the years, but that's a real favorite of mine. Willie Lewis and his orchestra featuring soloist Benny Carter. The label of that Italian Columbia pressing designates it as Super Swing. Eh, I don't know about that. It is a super record, though. They also misspell Hoagie Carmichael's name. It says H. Harmichael with another H. Anyway, that's about all the time we have on today's Shellac Stack program. As always, I thank you very much for tuning in and joining me this past hour as we listen to music from the first half of the 20th century. Don't forget you can write me, shellacstack at gmail.com. And don't forget to help spread the word to your family and friends, people you think might enjoy listening as well. That's it for today. I hope we'll see you back here next time on the Shellac Stack for more music, more 78s. Until then, take care. Bye-bye.